Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing all of Weezer's tracks, song by song, track by track, uh, through their whole discography, uh, one song at a time. And I'm Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. And my name is Martin David Tapia. I'm an amateur musician and uh, amateur songwriter, amateur all sorts of stuff. And we have a returning guest from way back. He yeah. is... This is Johan Joseph, uh, previously of Independence Day Minute and Starship Troopers Minute. Yeah, and why bother <laughs> well, with having you back on? No, yes, because because you're a troublemaker. That's why. Yeah. Um, no, uh, but yeah, why bother was a, was the song way back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're here for Troublemaker now. We we so appreciate you coming back, Johan. So uh, this is actually uh, track number one from the red album but we're we're hitting it like the third in i think here um uh, our 80th episode by the way um so we'll, we'll we'll have to think about doing something i think special maybe in 20 i forget what that what that's supposed to be <laughs> um but uh nonetheless uh so we'll hear a little clip of it here i think put me in a special school because i am such a fool and i don't need a single book to teach me how to read who needs stupid books they are for petty crooks and i will learn by studying the lessons in my dreams so turn off the tv because that's what others see and movies are as bad as eating chocolate ice cream they only sicken me don't let me play football i'll sack the quarterback and jack Sounded pretty good, I think. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's like like I said, it's it's the first track, it's the lead off track of of the Red Album. Um, uh, Johan, let's let's throw to you. You have been on before, so it shouldn't shouldn't be too crazy for you. I think to give a little 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 initial thoughts at least. Yeah, and you uh, you picked this song, right? You yeah. picked it to cover. Well, I, th- I think what Johan actually came to us with was he was up for pretty much any song on Red Album. Wasn't that it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I went so. to the, the, when I saw Weezer in concert, it was the Red Album. Mm-hmm. And they came up in their red jumpsuits cool. and everything like that. Ah. So I thought that's why you were also bringing me back because it was also Troublemaker. <laughs> which <Not> was, <laughs> so, uh, the interesting thing about this song is, the time of when it came out because mm-hmm. if you look at like their the remixes it's stuff that was pretty popular or up and coming at the time because it seemed like he was still experimenting ish like he was still heavily influenced mm-hmm. by stuff that ex- that he experimented with and just kind of kept going with it so he was mm-hmm. really open to stuff like the remixes like Richard Vision was a big uh, producer in LA for uh, house music Okay. Yeah. So here's a little bit thing that's a little bit of kismet with uh, this song. So Troublemaker. I remember being in the being at the concert where they brought this band up to perform with them. Oh. Uh, Troublemaker or no, not Troublemaker. Um, I think it was Pork and Beans. Mm-hmm. 
and it was like the last couple of songs before they close out the show and the music video is filmed in LA and it was filmed at the forum mm-hmm. which is when I saw them so they actually filmed this around the time that I saw them in concert okay I see I see yeah yeah so they may have filmed it that mm-hmm. day like in the parking lot then went to perform later on that day because they had uh-huh. the whole band there well the band being because i i remember on i think it was like myspace at the time yeah they're oh, posting yeah. up like hey do you do you play like any instrument and then they had people okay, yeah, show right. up mm-hmm. and there had a guy that had the um sorry that's my dog they had a guy even up there with a triangle yeah oh, right. a doggy yeah it's my corgi he likes to bark at everything he's protecting the household so that's good okay yeah i'm sorry go on (laughs) so i could only assume that uh the day i saw him in concert they also filmed the music video that they later on had uh for troublemaker Mm -hmm. so that's why it's a little bit uh bit of kismet that everything or the that when i'm coming back to the show it's possibly the one time that i actually saw him in concert the same day this music video was filmed that's cool yeah Um, yeah, and yeah, I think we'll definitely uh, probably talk a good bit more about the video. Um, it is there is some interesting stuff there. I think uh, uh, I did I did I did watch it. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you you Johan have watched it at this point um, probably yes. back in the day, but because I, I don't think I'd seen it until today. <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> I have seen it before, time. but I didn't get a chance to watch it today. No. So yeah. you guys are going to have sure. to, uh, you know, have to give me the play by play. It's fresher in yeah. your memories than it will be mm-hmm. in mine. Yeah. Uh, is this the first time, uh, anybody's tried to, to break or, uh, basically have world records during the filming? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe that that that's possible. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. To 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 clue clue Martin in better. There's there's actually even at the end of the video, it's it kind of runs through like these four or five, I think, um, different uh, world records that were apparently accomplished according to Guinness. Yeah, <laughs> we got like a Guinness logo and so forth. What are do you remember what the uh, any of the records are? So, so I, pl- I, playing I air guitar yeah. is one. Yeah, the largest air guitar ensemble. Yeah, most <laughs> right. most, most people on a skateboard. Mm-hmm. Longest se- longest session of Guitar Hero World Tour. Wait, wait, Art- hold up. I, I have a I have a question. Before we go on, how how big is is it? A regular right. size skateboard, no. or is it like a, a gigantic <laughs> no. skateboard? It, it it looks like a gigantic. Uh, skateboard that seemed to be modded onto a motorcycle. Okay, I guess that's all right, but it seems like you, then you couldn't you just make like the world's longest skateboard and then like by default, you, however many people you could get to stand on it, then you would just have the most people on a skateboard. The yeah. bigger you can but, make it, the more you yeah. can the, the 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 more likelihood that you're gonna have be able to get more people on it and therefore get the record. But yeah, yeah, but I think like also. Uh, putting a brace down the middle of the skateboard would become problematic if you made it the longest skateboard. It so you could, could, but you could, d- you could d- have d- one record it, or the other at that point. Is it so big of a is it so big of a skateboard that God can't God himself cannot even <laughs> skate it? <laughs> can, can yeah, maybe. It? 
If God can God create a skateboard so long that even he can't flip an ollie on it? Yeah, <laughs> flip flip an ollie, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, kid, I, okay. So I have another question. You guys might know not know this because it doesn't have to do with Weezer. It has more to do with the rules of the <laughs> Guinness Book of World Records. And maybe you aren't privy to all of these rules, or you don't have the rule book in front of you right now. But does the skateboard have to be just a skateboard with like two sets of wheels, like two little, that, like the trucks or whatever the in the trucks. wheels? Yeah. Does that, is that what makes it a skateboard or can you, because it feels like you could have a super long skateboard and it could have like trucks, 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 and <laughs> then it would support everybody. It, yeah. It'd be like a limousine skateboard. Exactly. Or a bus skateboard or something. Yeah. Is that allowed or is that yeah. not allowed in the in the Guinness Book of World Well, Records? I would assume you could do that, but the coordination you'd have to have with everybody to kick at the same time in order to get movement. Because I don't think it would be considered a skateboard if it can't move. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. We- Weezerpedia says riding on an oversized yeah. skateboard. Okay, yeah. oh, so. So I think I think Guinness's rules would 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 you know are gonna are, are hopefully would say that riding and and you know they can't just be on it they have to actually ride on it and they have to coordinate and actually yeah. do do well, do some meaningful length of uh, but that seems possible like people coordinate we know this yeah. we've right. seen it before in in our lives well to, I'm pretty sure you could get oh yeah go on I'm sorry Johan I, I think that when it comes to pop culture we've it's kind of been exposed in the King of Kong that they oh. have a lack of knowledge of what would be considered you know video game record so I think yeah. when it comes to skateboard they just think a board with wheels and that counts <laughs> and then you can turn it in and get the record yeah it seems like that I don't it feels like that does count though it would count in my mind in my world that's that seems fair like if yeah. you just have like a really long plank yeah with a bunch of wheels on it and then you send in a photo and then you can verify how many people are on it well this one they yeah. have a video I, and then, i think i think they have they have like uh representatives from the guinness book right that like come out for like things oh, yeah. like that like i yeah. think i'm not sure photographic evidence cuts it even especially now in like 2021 no or i don't know a lot of things get recorded or somebody gets flown out, but I don't know. Um, I don't know what okay. it took because there wasn't somebody there to like uh, present him with the record. They just got the seal that they posted up later on. So Yeah, or maybe if there's a lot of people who aren't involved in the record, like enough witnesses like that can corroborate that it actually mm-hmm. happened, maybe that's like a good way that they could uh, uh, confirm that is a possibility because we, if we've all seen King of Kong, that's all it took. <laughs> all right, I, I'm sorry, I we got a little hung up on that record, but I think there were two or three more. I think two yeah. more that you yeah. hadn't mentioned. Three more. There's the longest session of Guitar Hero World Tour. All right. So I'm, I'm pretty sure some they just said like, "Hey, look at them. They played Guitar Hero, and here's the amount of time that they played." But they did have a running clock that was going on during the yeah. video. So, it seems pretty straightforward. I have no questions about that one. Yeah. Uh, largest game of dodgeball. All right. Well, again, pretty straightforward. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. All it takes is the game to start, and then I think that's... I mean, it's not the longest game of dodgeball. It's just the largest. <laughs> what if the largest game of dodgeball was also the shortest game of dodgeball? <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. 
and then most people in a custard fight, which I think counts as the same as the largest <laughs> game of dodgeball. <laughs> custard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. That sounds like a cool video. I, you know, what? I'm not 100% sure that I've seen it, but I feel yeah. like I have. I feel like I remember the beginning of the video like it's well, just, it's like them playing yeah. right in a parking lot and then there's like just a big crowd around them right yeah yeah so so one of the one of the weird things is is at least rivers has like these couple at least couple two if not more uh, uh like kind of costume changes mm-hmm. and so the one is the more the um uh i don't like know like a mexican Lat- Chicano. latino yeah, yeah you know uh in, in la you know with the hairnet you know, and and, and baggy, good look. baggy the, dropped. Yeah, he had like Dick, Dickies, uh, khaki yeah. shorts, the long yeah. ones, and then like a uh, wife beater. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then he changes a couple of times where he looks kind of punked out. I think he's just like enveloping kind of like the culture of L.A. Yeah. Hmm. This is also kind of like, uh, you know, it's the Red Album is the era of uh, of the band wearing costumes. Yeah. Rivers has his iconic uh, mustache and cowboy hat right on the cover, yeah. and then uh, all the other guys have uh, like weird costumes too, right? I don't know. I don't think I've looked at the uh, but I think the cover of that album. For I a while. think this also came out kind of like um, right after him coming out of having uh, depression, correct? I don't know. <laughs> because feels, I it seems like he always has. I know, but I He's think this was like the the big like this was like the the I guess like where it seemed like it was more accepted of mental issues with uh, rock stars, and I think it just became more accepting of just a yeah do whatever you want if it makes you feel better with who you are, and that's kind of what he was doing. Like I will do a couple changes, like, and everyone's just like okay. It's going to be like exactly like LA. All right, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably pretty much how it went down. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, that's what that's my opinion, but it doesn't have to be what's fact. Uh, you know what? Our perception is our reality. Whatever we decide. <laughs> that's what that's what we get to live. And now in my mind, this scenario that you've set up with Rivers coming out of his depression, he's gotten into his uh what do you call it, meditation thing and uh he's uh he shows up to the shoot and he's like, "I want to do a few costume changes. I'm going to dress up like the city of LA." And everybody's yeah. like, "Hey, man. Go for it. <laughs> You're Rivers Kioma. Yeah. Do what you want." I think this was a kind of a uh a really big um uh, it it's kind of like you've never seen it before type of thing i think they kind of swung for fences that didn't exist and kind of mm-hmm. knocked it out of the park what are you referring to the video or the song or the album i think it's everything oh okay like it seemed like it was carefully orchestrated to be chaotic mm and everything that was done <laughs> is not the normal Weezer. In fact, like when you kind of think of like um, a lot of songs at the time, like nowadays, a lot of pop hits will be kind of like electronic. It has like uh, EDM and all that. But then, like when you think like uh, their official remixes are like 
around the time of Richard Humpty Vision, around this this era, he was really big. He was filling out like arenas and all that. This isn't the time that someone from Weezer comes up to him, pitches an idea like, "Hey, would you do a remix of this?" And he says yes. I think this this had to have been something that he was you know kind of talking to him for a long time and eventually it's like you know it'd be just a really crazy idea as we do this what do you think like i just think like a lot of it was um he just didn't have any aim and then eventually they all ricocheted to the one point and it's now the red album yeah i think so it does kind of feel like that definitely it feels like um like Weezer is a band and maybe like Rivers Kiyomo as a songwriter are always trying to move themselves forward and like try something different. And I think that's one of the things that yeah. I really like about him. And yeah, uh, yeah, it does feel like the, I'm sorry, go ahead. Continue. No, I, no you can continue. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. It does feel like this, um, this, the red album in particular is just like a, a bunch of songs, a bunch of different ideas, just kind of, thrown together into into the stew pot of the red album <laughs> and it's yeah. like this is how it came out and yeah. uh yeah it's pretty cool i think it works yeah it's kind of like someone coming up with gumbo <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's just like why would you eat okra with that and then like all of a sudden you have this great dish <laughs> exactly me. Um, now you you did mention Johan. You did mention like these remixes. So there was this at least for Troublemaker. I'm not sure. Like you haven't. I don't think we've come across it on the previous couple of songs that we've done. Mm-hmm. You know, and any anything like this. But there was this Troublemaker promo EP remixes. Um, so and you said Richard Vision. So he had he had two. One one just I guess normal ish remix and then one's a dub mix it yeah. says, but then um so then uh you know someone else also had like a uh Azito da bass yeah <laughs> um his normal ish remix but then a dub remix as well and then, then there's a tiny evil that's another yeah. person yeah group so uh, fun- funky monk and baby disaster so yes yeah, whole so- seven different tracks here yeah which I did listen to at least. A few seconds of each. <laughs> I wasn't quite up for. I didn't even know that this existed. I'm yeah. uh, a little peek behind the curtain for the listeners. <laughs> I didn't get a, to prepare that much for this episode, but um, uh, I'm gonna have to check that out afterwards. I'm, I'm especially uh, excited for the Baby Disaster remix of Troublemaker. That sounds yeah. cool. I think the dub remix just has. Um no vocals from the actual album oh, okay yeah because normally it would have a vocal layer and i think the dub remix is just removing that portion so so is it just a instrumental track instrumental and whatever else he sampled but he doesn't sample the whole overlay of the actual song gotcha cool so i guess in keeping with your uh um Red album as a, a pot of gumbo analogy. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. What component of the gumbo would you say that Troublemaker is in your estimation? Can, is um, that too hard a question, or do you, do you think? I you, think it would be the shrimp. Answer? Let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great answer. <laughs> like normally, shrimp doesn't go with sausage, but here you go. <laughs> like Dang, it actually goes. Good. Okay. Yeah, so so, so the sausage is pork and beans then. Yeah, <laughs> pork and beans is definitely the sausage. I think so. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, uh, uh, yeah, Martin, do you have a, I mean, you want to uh, verbalize a, a t- your initial thought or more of an initial thought at this point? Yeah, um, sure. I just, um, I like this song generally. I think I can say that safely. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good song. And being the first track on the album, I think it's fun that it has, uh, uh, like the lyrics especially are really, um, I don't know how to describe them. They're kind of they're like loopy. They're I don't know. They're like <laughs> they're uh, dizzy. They're weird. They're weird yeah. lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, well, and well, I, I really like yeah. that about it. Yeah, and, and so I, I I'm gonna be my boomer self as usual. Um, and and mention my favorite band, uh, really, uh, Beatles. Um, I, I I maybe this this is the song of of Weezer's whole discography, possibly. That's most like these lyrics, at least, are most like "I Am the Walrus," which the idea was for John <laughs> Lennon for it to be gobbledygook, that it to be, yeah, you Yuck. know, something something to throw at the people that were trying to, you know, discern what what was what he was really trying to say. And some of his other lyrics, like uh, "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds," especially, I think, came out of that debacle of that being the initials for LSD. Um, you know, them trying to read into that, thinking that that's that was meant to be, or maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But but he just went a uh, whole hog on uh, "I Am the Walrus" and came up with a lot of uh, crazy stuff to to, to for, for the lyrics. And um, you know, I mean, there might be some some things in this song that are you know meant to you know are, are where he's trying to say certain things, but it, but it is it, it, it it's. What I like to say these days, when when some younger kids sometimes will use overuse the word, in my opinion, uh, random, um, and I just come back and I say seemingly random, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because sure. I mean that's that's what that's what they see is that something that looks random to them, but quite often is not. <laughs> but um, oh. but you know that that's that's what uh, I think both both of those two songs are. Uh, I just noticed something that was interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So since this song had the longest session of uh, Guitar Hero World Tour uh, yeah. Guinness record, this song was uh, released as a downloadable track for the game Rock Band, <laughs> which is a com- competitive. Yeah, <laughs> that is weird. That is weird. So, hmm. You know what, Eric? I, d- yeah. I think that I've never heard you say before that the Beatles are your favorite band. Oh, you, oh, yeah. But I think that yeah. I mean I think I gleaned from context <laughs> clues yeah. from listening to the show and just talking to you or whatever that uh, <laughs> that it was that was the case. But you know what? I don't think I've ever said this, and I'm gonna come out right now. I'm coming oh, out of the yeah. the uh, favorite band closet. My, my favorite band is the Beatles too. Hey, <laughs> hey. bestie, awesome. I love it. But it's not Zach's. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I wonder what Zach's favorite band is. We'll have to ask him next time we see him. I think it's like a three-way toss-up between Weezer and Lumineers and um, something more metal. Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Megadeth? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Alice in Chains? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we could guess Zach's third favorite band all day. He can pop in and tell us right here. Yeah, Eric nailed it.
Um, so, so I mean, you know, especially in verse two is where I kind of find the most odd stuff. I mean, there's the one na 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 na. I think that's my um, favorite thing. lyric of the and, of the song, yeah, by right. the way. <laughs> it just reaches um, into my soul, just yeah, and just says what I've been trying to say. Um, there's also the uh, very uh, popular at the time uh, uh, mispronouncing in the sense of the word bitch with biatch and wow my second you favorite then, lyric you then, you're hitting all you then, of the yeah. <laughs> everything i love about the song you, go on you then i mean you know the, the very next part of that the end of that line is then he's he mispronounces kids as kiat <laughs> so good <laughs> yes. I, I love that line which i don't think was common then or yeah. <laughs> i don't think no. anybody has ever said it before or since even when they're singing along with the song it's like uh white people at rap shows they're just like having seven they won't say it. I don't know why. Well, I think like the weird way of rhyming the, the I don't think every anybody's ever said kids as kiads. But <laughs> But yeah. Right. It, it says it's that it's a matter of his rhyming. Yeah, but it says that he stated that he was influenced by Eminem and the way he was mm-hmm. uh using rhymes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they do try and stretch it, which was a way to rhyme that's how eminem got like orange to rhyme and all that and it's the way like ludicrous also rhymes so i think it was just kind of that that he was taking more stuff from other places and using it in ways like hey that's clever why can't i ever use that in fact i'm going to right now (laughs) red album so i mean it kind of makes sense with troublemaker he's just using a lot of stuff from everywhere (laughs) Yeah, I actually really love all the all the lyrics to this song, and I think I see it as a little more coherent, maybe as you do, Eric. Even though I think you have a point that it's like, it's, it's, they're pretty they're pretty out there lyrics. They're pretty wild. But um, oh my gosh, I lost, uh, uh, the, the one hundred percent lost in, my train of thought. Yeah, Go on. the one other thing in uh, the verse two is that he he ends a line with slob. And, you know, I mean, that just made me think of whenever I would be listening to it, uh, the multiple times I did, um, of the Slob song of theirs. All right. Couple, so I've got a question ago. for you concerning Slob, Eric. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to make you uh, uh, match up these songs. Which one which one do you like more? If you have to if you in one hand, you got Troublemaker, the other hand, you got Slob where you which one do you choose? Um. I think I think I'll be going with slob. Ooh, I like it. I do believe. I think I would choose troublemaker, even though I <laughs> I like slob a lot. I think it's a good song. Yeah. Uh, uh, one last lyric thing I might mention, um, possibly, probably, um, is uh, his little. I would say the reference to uh, the Prince song, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, so the line is when it's party time. Like 1999, so he's doing this again. It's that rhyme thing. Okay, he's going to end the, and the first half of that line with the word time, and it easily rhymes with nine, pretty easily. I mean, yeah, sure. It's not an exact mm-hmm. rhyme, but it's close. It's closer than uh, nine and guy, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've, this is. Uh, You've mentioned all three of my favorite lines, Eric. And this last one is, uh, I think, a really great line. And I'm going to talk about why I think that. Because when it's party time, like 1999, I'll party by by myself because I'm such a special guy. It's like Mm -hmm. kind of a funny lyric, right? 
mm-hmm. because it's uh it's a little self-deprecating like uh oh i'm i've you know I'm I'm not like a party guy. I'm like a lonely guy. But the party, when it's like 1999, that song is about partying like it's the end of the world, right? Like you're just about to die. So then it's also like a little sadder because it's kind of a a reference to like dying alone. And I think that's a uh, that's like uh, that hits me right where I like to be, which is uh, a little funny and a little sad. Um, yep. uh, Johan, do you have any uh, further thoughts on certain parts of the song, whether whether lyrical or more music related? It yeah, it I mean I do understand like the idea at one yeah. point could have been taken a little bit more like the world was ending because of mm. Y two K as we got closer to it, but it's just interesting that when they take it from Prince who sung it. It was meant as the big celebration because it was no one thought of like all the things that was going to yeah. happen at the time. Right. So it it seems a little weird to say like they're taking inspiration from that song, but changing it in such well, a way that it seems more um, depressing. Well, yeah, I mean, really, it, I mean, this is this is at a time when it's post nineteen ninety nine, yeah. post two thousand, post two thousand one, even so. Um, which had yeah, so are they thinking back on it like, man, I should have celebrated more at 1999 mm. instead of being like, oh, the world's going to end? <laughs> knowing knowing what you know, would you have done something a little bit different? <laughs> In the year 1999? Yeah. I don't think I would have, but... Uh, I know I, I did. <laughs> you did do something different or you would have done something no, different? No, I, I celebrated like Prince of 1999 more than the thought Oops. of like... Like Weezer Prince, night. like Prince having a fun party, or yeah. Prince like partying like it's the end of the world. No, Prince like nineteen ninety nine, not Buster Rhymes of nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, he thought the world was ending. Yeah, he thought that they were sending a uh, spaceship to uh, uh, Jupiter to yeah. set the uh, gas of Jupiter on fire, so there would be a second sun. Yeah, something like that. So I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it was something like it's that. It's a gas giant planet. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. But so yeah, they were gonna send like a bo- NASA was sending a bomb. I think is like yeah. the the Buster Rhymes <laughs> lore. Yeah. So. Buster Rhymes, man, what a what a great. We should have started a Buster Rhymes uh, podcast, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been talking about extinction level event right now. That's a lot of lyrics to go through, though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, do, you, do you have anything else uh, that you want to say about the song, Johan? No. Um, actually, talking Any... about it more makes me like it more. Yeah, I think but it's I... A, a great song. I love. I... Uh, I don't know if either of you listen. Here's one thing that I did listen to was a bunch of the uh, demo tracks for this song. Oh. Uh, I have like uh, all of the Red album demos in uh, my library. And I don't think I listened to them all, but I think I did listen to all of the Troublemaker demos. Yeah. And one thing that well, I think is very interesting is... Uh, I'm sorry, did you have something to say, Eric? Well, I mean, what what, what they are... I mean, because there are these alternate early, earlier titles to them. So going back to, like, 2001, apparently, like, Diamond Rings, apparently, I think. No, I didn't catch that. Maybe there are ones okay. that I haven't heard. Yeah, but all of the ones that I listened to, I think, were titled "Troublemaker," and they all had—they were pretty much like these same lyrics. Yeah, like a lyric like the uh, "You wanted arts and crafts, has this for arts and crafts?" One na 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 na, 
is I think like sounds like uh, really silly or like kind of like uh, something that came off on the fly. To me, it does like listening to the song, but th- I think that was in it from like a very early stage. So it's like all I think all of these lyrics are like pretty, um, like for the uh, randomness. Sorry, Eric. Mm-hmm. Seem the seeming randomness. <laughs> <laughs> I think that like the the lyrics are all pretty well considered, and I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what Weezerpedia actually says is that uh, 2020 release of Alone 10, the Red Ratitude Hurley years, uh, multiple demos of Troublemaker were released. Demos revealed that the song evolved from Diamond Rings in a, in a, in a song titled Special. It later was changed under the title Rockstar with an alternate chorus before becoming Troublemaker, as we know it, I guess. So, like, looking at the Wikipedia of, like, the release, it 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 definitely puts me in like the nostalgia of like uh iTunes having its own like pre-order bonus song and like it was just around that time where like every if you if you bought the CD at Walmart you got this extra song mm-hmm. if you got the CD at Target you got this extra song it's just really weird uh, kind of taking it, or it's like a weird like uh, time capsule of when this was the thi- a thing that constantly happened mm-hmm. it's like it, the Japanese version had other songs on it so yeah, there's well, always those people that are yeah. like, uh, well, I have the Japanese version. It's got these ones. You know, it had those type of people. And it was really evident around this era. Yeah, yeah. For this song, it was the uh, the Japanese iTunes EP, which yeah. at least... So so the fourth track on that is apparently a, it's a naked version of Pork and Beans. But the other two songs are covers. And I at least one of those I, I'm, I'm really interested in hopefully covering as, as a single episode. But... Maybe even both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah. All the uh, extra red album stuff is uh, is actually really cool. There's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good deep cuts in in there on the red album. Yeah, because cause not every album so far at this time even has gotten this you know the 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 deluxe you know uh, uh, treatment. Um, but this is definitely one, and it, yeah, like you say, I think it makes sense yeah i think you know what i don't know we don't have to uh decide right now but i think we should cover them i think we you know we're deluxe deluxe dudes you and me well i mean we we would at least normally talk about in like in in one single episode yeah one episode and then cover all of the songs we could do that yeah we'll see we'll see how we feel yeah oh yeah um anything else guys not for me no i mean I mean, I mean, in general, just just from the more music aspect for me, I mean, I think I I think that's where I like it the most. You know, the the, the lyrics. I you know, I, even though I, as much as I like I'm the Walrus, as I said before, um, uh, you know, these are just you know, I don't know. I I just kind of they're almost too silly. You know, it's 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 Monty Python being too silly, <laughs> even though I love Monty <laughs> Python quite a bit and I love some of their silliest stuff. Um, you know that's 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 for uh you know a, a more a more like like if weird al did a song like this and i mean what do i mean i'm sure he has actually <laughs> you know uh you know just throwing a bunch Seems of like pork and beans would have been a weird al song already yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely food related yeah that makes sense yeah maybe the weird al version would be like weird al trying to think like make it normal you know like <laughs> yeah. the 
if you if you have a song that's already about food then and weird al gets a hold of it then <laughs> where does he go from there you know <laughs> um, um but i guess my, my bigger point i was going towards a little bit was just like just the general um you know, tune the, the the melody ish, what have you. You know, uh, I I mean, I, I like I like that awfully well. You know, um, just you know, it's 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 as as one of our very frequent guests uh, would say, Condra, uh, it's a it's a bop. You know, in that respect, you know, just just considering the uh, the, the music itself and its general uh, playful nature, kind of. Um, but the lyrics kind of take give give it for, for me. It kind of loses a half point probably when we get to that point. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, jump of the gun. Yeah, but that's all we've down. been doing this whole episode. That's true. We talked about the it's video all, yeah. right off the bat. Yeah, yeah we it's it's our show. We get to do whatever we oh, want. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and what do we want to do right now, Eric? Uh, do we want to do the left channel, right channel? I think I want to do that. <laughs> I think you will. Left channel, right channel, left channel, right channel, left channel, right channel. What's it gonna be? Eric Nash has some information for ye. Um, so. Uh, I really didn't hear much differences at all. I mean, really, you know, it's, it's, it's another one of these uh, low difference ones. Yeah, maybe even no difference. Yeah. We don't know. I didn't... I, I always feel like I want to get in on this, uh, <laughs> but I never do it. I ne- one of these days I'm going to... See, the problem is, it. You. I don't know, if, do you actually listen to it, the song twice, Eric? Like once in each headphone or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... See, that's, if, that's if, too if big not more a, than... I yeah. mean, I I do affirm my my listening usually with just one headphone in too. I mean, I I I do some listenings, you know, with with you know, even even better headphones. I also do listenings in the car. So, it, it, I I I I try to try to listen to it quite a bit in, in a fair different number of ways. Okay, well that's fair. See, I'm a very busy person, and yeah. this song is two, two minutes and forty four <laughs> seconds long, and that's like just the limit of how long I can pay attention to a song. But if I have to listen to a song for twice that long, it's like, oh my gosh, I've got other things to do. I've got so many activities that I want to participate in. So I'm maybe I'm gonna maybe I'll hop in at some point when I if I feel if I mature as a as a listener, <laughs> I'll start being able to listen to a, a song twice once in. Well, uh, if, if you have if you have a take on what your favorite like you know later here, later here in the Red album or maybe the next album, uh, mm-hmm. what your if you think you have one of those songs is your favorite song. Uh-huh. You know, you know, before we really get in, into the role of you know, doing the recordings, uh, you could, you, I mean, that that would be the song to do it on. Okay, I think I'm gonna, you, pick, yeah, you know, okay, yeah. I'll do that in the future. I'll pick yeah. a special song. I think, yeah, but then I don't want to give away like what my favorite song is oh, to the listeners wow. because this is that's why they listen. <laughs> this is why they're listening. They want to find out what's they, the, what's the favorite. They need they're the waiting suspense. for that. Yeah, they're waiting for that rankings yeah. episode at the at the end of every uh, every album. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how I feel. Yep. Once again, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> and uh, I think what we want to do now is end the uh, left channel, right channel segment, and open the next segment. And what is that segment? Yeah, uh, we can do covers next. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. There is a song, and that's a fact. Now tell me who has covered that. Who has covered that song? Who has covered that song? Let's talk about covers. Um, so for that, uh, in the official uh, place I go to look, all I saw was uh, string tribute players and guitar tribute players. <laughs> Um, but, you know, uh, looking on YouTube and the, the big band, uh, that, uh, apparently covered this, uh, and not, not through, and apparently didn't do the, do it as an official release, you know, that went out onto iTunes and maybe other places too, or maybe, maybe only iTunes, but nothing, nowhere else, no actual CD album or compilation even, um, was, a uh, mm, 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 bop, I think, <laughs> is there... Big song, Hanson. Hanson. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought that <laughs> I was very confused for a second. I thought there was a band called Mbop, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I like it. I think I like naming your band. I would like a band named after a yeah. hit song by a completely different band. But oh, Hanson, is is this a good uh, cover, Eric? Did I you like I think it? I think they 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 do it respectively. You know, pretty well. You know, pretty similar sounding. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. You know so. Yeah, you know, they they don't take too many liberties. I didn't even listen to the whole thing, but I listened to enough, I think. And uh, yeah, sure. Um, you know, but, but I mean, the surprising thing there is, is it came out at least what ten years after their prime, <laughs> their yeah. or their their one hit wonder whatever. I don't know if they had more than that one. <laughs> as far as I know, they only had that one hit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's a yeah. That that's cool. I would. Um... That kind of makes me sad to hear that they didn't put the like their signature Hanson spin on the song. I would have liked to mm-hmm. have heard like that that Hanson sound that we're also uh, in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, and or, then the only other know, thing, the only other thing with uh, YouTube, well, well, two things. Uh, th- there were definitely a couple, uh, you know, of the of the. Uh, uh, Hold on, not. He's... Yeah, sorry, my dog is barking up a mm-hmm. storm right now. It's okay. I like hearing. You know what? My, uh, my, what I feel compelled to do whenever I hear dog bark is to bark back, and so it's taking like everything that I have for me, not just to like bark right back. That's also every time a cat meows at me, I will like one hundred percent meow well, yeah. back. I, oh, I, I'm definitely you know in my adult life at least <laughs> meowed. Whereas I don't think in my adult life have I have ever barked back. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like it's not even something that I can control or think about. It's yeah. yeah, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, just uh, yeah, for the listeners, thank your lucky stars. You did. (laughs) It didn't bark back at. uh, Maybe because I I couldn't see your corgi, your corgi's face. Maybe if I had seen that barking face, Johan, I would have. Yeah, (laughs) I would have not been able to control my my bark reflex. (laughs) <laughs> okay, where were we? I'm sorry. Um, I was I was mentioning that the, the the couple not not exactly like single players, but uh, there was like one that was like a two per two two guys playing just guitars themselves, not a full band. But then there's this other one that was a full band, and neither of them I would even bother with telling you who they are. They are <laughs> pretty amateurish, you know, very very amateurish level. I'd say. All right. Um, uh, not not great, you know. Uh, uh, pretty pretty low fire or what have you maybe maybe you might say, um, but then the one other crazy thing is is just just in doing the Weezer Troublemaker cover search on YouTube and and I don't see the and it's like I would have to try and actually 
do it uh, do the search better uh, for the uh, the uh, Weezer project covers project the the uh, acoustic you know all acoustic no instru- you know all instrumental no vocal um, so I would kind of really like to hear that so I, I didn't get to hear that before we started and uh, hopefully I will try to remember to listen to that sometime some point later here between now and the actual release and maybe I could uh, just tack something on yeah I hope you can I'm gonna social write this medias. down uh, Weezer cover project I want to look that up later too but it sounds like there aren't any really great uh, covers of this song out mm-hmm. there so if you're a musician and you're listening uh you know, get on that. This there, this is a niche that you could fill. There's a big big bucks in covering uh, Troublemaker. I'm gonna say, <laughs> and in doing a good, you know, don't just cover it like the way Hanson covered it. Cover it in a cool way. Make up your own uh, your own wacky. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, arrangement. Arrangement. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, let's close up the cover segment and open up the Rocksmith segment. Yeah. We're gonna find out once and for all. Is this song on Rocksmith? Uh, we already mentioned the uh, the rock the rock band uh, right. Guinness uh, record, um, and then we also mentioned what was the other game or, that you said? Well, the, the, the record was good for Guitar Hero, right? Oh, yeah. Guitar and Hero. And then it came back. It came and out. It came out on Rock Band. Later. On rock so band. this all these signs are pointing. To me, oh, and actually, I think I have read that this song was on. Uh... No, wait, I'm not sure. It, All right, it, I... I'll, I'll say it now. It is on Rocksmith uh, for for, for uh, the uh, CDLC, the custom DLC. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think I played it once or twice. Uh, I did get have recently been getting back into uh, uh, playing some guitar, playing Rocksmith, and I've been out of it for possibly about a year. Had been away from just guitar playing at all, uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of fun, I think, uh, if I remember right. How much do so, you, uh, yeah. guitar do you play, Eric? I don't. I I know that you play a little bit, but I'm not sure. Like, how would you uh, describe your your level of play? Uh, uh, I'm I'm an intermediate, I would say. I mean, I I feel like I've learned some interesting things and some some things that can that you know can help me you know uh you know play a little extemporaneously you know a little little improv i think oh that's you know? cool but not not much you know but 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 but, but playing along to rocksmith or playing you know just you know songs uh that aren't mine i mean i don't i've never i've barely ever tried to write a song that was many many years ago but um all right. I, w- I was just curious. This is just f- for me. This is not sure. for the listeners. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners of the show. I just I just am curious. All right. One more question concerning mm-hmm. your guitar playing, Eric. How, yeah. how long have you been playing? Oh, um, so 95, essentially, to now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, that's a, yeah. that's a, about how long I've been yeah. playing, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, but sometimes when i don't know when you say you've been playing guitar for like uh what how long is that like 25 years or something what uh yeah sounds right yeah yeah 26 26 years it's 
and you say to somebody like, oh, I've been playing guitar for 26 years, I think people will usually <laughs> assume that like you're really, really good at playing guitar. But like sometimes you can go for yeah, years right. maybe and you, you exactly. know, you don't play that much or your guitar, like your playing kind of goes sideways mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, and actually, you know, and I would say with having, you know, kind of picked picked it back up here in the last uh, couple of a few weeks, maybe at the most, um, uh, you know, it, it, it came back a lot, you know, more, you know, a lot, lot better, a lot more easy, easily than kind of I was anticipating. Oh, that's cool. So, maybe it's yeah. like a bicycle. You know what yeah. they say about riding a bicycle? How like, <laughs> you, what, you know, you never forget. If you go right. a long time without riding a bicycle, like you do, kind of forget. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever gone a really long time without riding a bicycle. I, I essentially have. I I haven't tried though <laughs> lately. So. Yeah, well, I'm just saying once you, when you if get back on it, be careful, yeah, Eric. Yeah, yeah I, I shall. I, I shall try. <laughs> okay, here's the here's an, another thing, and this is a this is a threat to you, Eric. I'm, I'm <laughs> threatening you with getting together. We're gonna get together and jam sometime. I'm gonna drive down yeah, to Dayton. Right? And, well, uh, that, yeah. that's 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 a really cool thing with um, Rocksmith. Hope, hopefully, with the, this Rocksmith Plus, it'd be really cool if they have that as a feature that uh, that is kind of hiding right now when as it's in beta um, a little bit. Um, that uh, maybe some, especially in this pandemic or post-pandemic uh, world that we're in, ish, um, uh, some some uh, you know playing m- multiplayer over you know online. Um, because, because there is a multiple, multiplayer multiplayer feature in it, but and I have actually done that once um, with other but with other people in the in the room. You can't okay, actually, so yeah. not not remotely like not people yeah, in another right. location. IRL. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> well, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll do something like that sometime. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that's just a that's a little a special moment for me and Eric. I'm sorry, Johan. I hope this isn't super boring for you. Yeah. Oh shoot. Well, let's just uh, let's rate the song real quick. And Johan, go ahead. What's your rating? Give I, it a number from zero to ten. I would give it an a nine for fun. Yeah, that's that's a good ass rating. Absolutely, <laughs> it is a fun song, and that's one of the best things about it. I would yeah. say. And I and, think uh, the yeah. fact that it is one of the shorter ones makes it not um, too long winded for how fun it is. Yeah. If it were like a four-minute song, uh, repeating "Troublemaker" probably wouldn't be mm. as as fun. <laughs> yeah, I think but so. It just and comes in at under three minutes, and I think that just makes it um, that much better. Yeah, there's there's a lot to it. I'm gonna go next, Eric, mm-hmm. and no. I'm going to give it. I haven't decided yet, but I'm gonna give it an eight point. Seven, eight point seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Um. So I will give it a eight point two. Yeah. I love it. I love. It. I love the. Uh, the so it would have been an eight point seven, if not for that half point. 
Yeah, what did you dock the point for? What was it? I forget from earlier in the episode. Oh, the, just the lyrics in general. You know what? For um, for all of the lyrics, that's actually not a huge uh, demerit for the song, I think. Like, uh, yeah. All right, great. Well, uh, let's close up the rating segment, and let's get you off to dinner. Johan, do you have anything that you want to plug? That you uh, Anything about your presence online or something where people can look you up? Um, you guys can look up my past projects at Independence Day Minute and also the Roughneck Minute, which was about Starship Troopers. Ooh, cool. I love Starship Troopers. Yeah. Great movie. Both of them are great. Yeah. Uh, we had the uh, theme songs from the show, uh, yeah. the theme songs for the segments, the uh, theme song of the show. Maybe the best song that I've ever written, the Feels Like Weezer theme song. <laughs> So it's a good song. It's catchy. I like hearing it at the beginning of every episode. If you like that too, check out more of my music. You can listen to it at bandcamp.com/martindavidtapia. That's M-A-R-T-A-N-D-A-V-I-D-T-A-P-I-A. Um, and then you can uh, hear me also on Almost Famous Minute and my old show uh, that, that did wrap up that's also a movie by minute one, uh, Watchmen Minute. Um, both Almost Famous Minute and the show are on the Pantheon Podcast Network, so you can find a, a lot of great uh, music-related shows, episodes, uh, podcasts on uh, uh, Pantheon Podcast. That's at pantheonpodcast.com. Um, and then uh, and just a little extra uh, nod to... Um, uh, uh, Harmon Audio for the AKG Lyra you hear me talking on um, it comes with a, like a, a great little uh, podcast package with uh, with some nice headphones I can actually kind of hear myself pr- really well you know through versus the old way I was doing it with another you know microphone and and just earphones earbuds you know that didn't quite give me the same feel as I'm recording. But uh, hopefully, hopefully, if you're a podcast out there, podcaster out there, and you don't have, you're not quite too happy with your microphone setup, uh, consider the AKG Lyra from Harmon Audio. Um, so otherwise, uh, hopefully, you can find uh, uh, this show, um, like I said, on Pantheon Podcast. But all your uh, any any uh, uh, podcaster of your choice, uh, you should be listening to that now. Hopefully that way, but uh, maybe you're not. Maybe but, but hopefully you can get, the, get it subscribed. And uh, otherwise, I think we'll head out now. Thanks so much, uh, Johan, for coming on for this one. And we should have you. I think I think you might be back on for another. Since you said, uh, I think uh, all these Red Album songs you're up for. Yep. I think we'll we'll uh, get John again here in a few weeks. Thanks so much. Not a problem. Thanks for having me on. Yep. Okay. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm.